0: Hi everyone, Raphael Harry here, and you're listening to White Label American, a podcast where we hear stories from an immigrant or two, sometimes more. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of White Label American. Thank you all for joining us today. And before we begin, I'd like to ask you a question. How old were you when you realized how important supply chain was to your life? Send your answers to whitelabelamerican at gmail.com or go to www.whitelabelamerican.com and leave an answer there via audio or written feedback. Audio is much easier, so, you, you know, in less than two minutes, you can. Leave a great answer, you know. Make sure you leave your name so we know who's talking. So, you know, we don't want bots leaving answers for us. (laughs) So um, you can also support the show if you like what we do and you want to give us, um, you know, you want to show your love. We welcome donations. And you know, you know, dollars, pounds, sterling, euros, you know, if you want to leave crypto out, uh, we can, we, let, let's have a discussion about that. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. You, you guys know me by now, you know, by 130 episodes, you know, you know, and so for my Nigerian people, no Naira, no Naira, you know, it's not discrimination, but you know, we are easy on
1: that. Okay, but, but, but the question is, Will you accept uh, Ghanaian CDs? Uh, we, we,
0: yeah, that's also added to the list. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just negotiate. We negotiate. Just, you know, convert it to dollars, <laughs> euros, pounds, sterling. Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's not about appeasing the white man. You're appeasing me, you know? You know. So yeah, it's all about love. But love me. You're showing love to me and my team. So, yeah, it's a pro black team here. So we want to expand the team. So oh, show love. Boy. You can donate. You can join our Patreon. There's bon- plenty of um, bonus content there and if you want to you know um take part in the show but you don't want to be on the show officially then yeah you can be on the patreon side of it you know there's stuff you'll find there that doesn't get released to the public we only released some that you know is just mostly my voice so that's what you heard a few weeks ago so um you can also buy our merch we have t-shirts which will be changing the, the design soon and yes you will be getting only limited designs i've heard of podcasts that Try and you know, test the waters and go into the copyright thing. Maybe I'll do that because you people seem to support that. So hey, hey, maybe I'll go steal a Beyonce design and then
1: get that cease <laughs> <seize> and desist. <laughs> and you people will rush and buy it.
0: <laughs> oh. I don't know, you people seem to support that. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm not saying that I will. Don't, Beyonce, please don't don't come after me. I don't, I don't have money uh but most importantly don't forget to share share with your loved ones if you have a secret family share with them share with everybody even your enemies share with them you know they, they might find something new to love and you know give them some love and leave five-star reviews on all podcast platforms you know and shout out to all the guys who've been pushing us on good pods uh, yeah we've been climbing up on their charts we we'll love to see it apple podcasts spotify everywhere five-star reviews keep pushing us on the algorithms so with that being said, let's meet our returning guest. He was on episode 15, you know, and he made fun of me a lot. And
1: hey. Episode 15? Yes. And, was, and this, this is, you know, the last episode with, uh, with Osei. Yeah, the last episode with were well,
0: the, was It was one
1: thirty-one.
0: Yes, by the time this comes, out, we probably wow. would, have, would have crossed one one forty.
1: That is amazing. Yes,
0: and that that amazing. was that was also a different world then because that was pre-pandemic.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That was pre-pandemic. <laughs> That's amazing.
0: Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> ah, so um, we are, we have Brian Long, Awe, returning again, yep. and he's the co-founder of um he's the co-founder and the general partner at Reef Fashion ventures yep. he's also the co-founder of the worldwide supply chain federation
1: yep.
0: he's an adjunct professor at nyu yep. tandon school of engineering yep. and he's an advocate for supply chain in case you didn't hear the first time supply chain you know the world is a supply chain this is the brother who makes us know about supply chain and we're going to be talking a lot about supply chain along with a lot of goodies. And we'll be laughing a lot on this episode. Yeah. So, welcome to the show, Brian. How are you doing today?
1: Thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm doing fine, I'm and doing fine. for those who caught the, who caught
0: the <clears throat> excuse me, for those who caught the first episode, um, can you please let them know that I was early today? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you weren't going to mention it, but since you mentioned it. How late were you again? And was it two hours? No 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 it was 40 minutes. No 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 no, no no no. Oh, no boy talk through talk through. It was, it was talk 40 through. It's okay wait wait. Today is Sunday. Today okay, is Sunday. The, Raphael. The Raphael. Uv- that, that was the Your Uva. name your your name your name is Raphael. Yes. Yeah, he- he- de- talk God. talk God. talk. Heal- talk to i'm
0: actually trying to come up with it i think NFT? it
1: was two hours i think i waited for you for two hours no
0: it was there it wasn't after two hours i think i waited the, the for uber, you for two hours the uber said five minutes and showed up 40 minutes later and i was like it has never happened in world history so Brooklyn
1: history. Exactly. The Uber showed up to your place forty minutes later. By the time you so that, got here, that, by the time No, 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 no. By the time you got here, by the time you got here by the time you got here, I think it was two hours. Why, why was the Uber? Take two hours. I have no idea. I, I walked from my Explain place, it yes. to explain it I walk to me. From my, okay. Explain it to me. I am still trying to understand. This is your show. This is yeah. your podcast. I'm yeah. giving you the floor. Explain it to me. I think it was two hours.
0: Okay. Well, um, from I walk here if i'm too slow that's 35 minutes to get here from my house and with an uber or a a, a regular drive should be about without traffic 20 minutes so that day uber said five minutes and then five minutes turned to 20 minutes 30 minutes 40 minutes I was, I was trying to cancel but won't let me cancel. <laughs> like, this has to be, the, this is what we call
1: your, our villi- your village people. Your village people are looking for you. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. You have, you have, you have upset an ancestor. I, 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 you it have it done something, you have done something to upset your ancestors. The ex-girlfriends, ancestor. <laughs> the
0: ex-landlords. You have done something the, to upset the, 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 In how many states in Nigeria, everybody <laughs> you need, you combined
1: you together. You need to, you need to pour a libation I, to I your like, all, all the libation that have not been pouring,
0: everybody been mad at me all at once on, on one day. I was like, man, I, I, I don't think it was a Monday. Since I was born on a Monday, you know, I think that, that's why it happened. Because if it had been on a Monday, that would have not happened. So for those listening, just make sure
1: oh, you, you set
0: up your interviews on the day you were born on. That might prevent bad stuff from happening.
1: If if you go back to episode 15 as Raphael was saying, I spent most of the time laughing and making fun. <laughs> he kept trying to get me to move on. To move on. I was like, I am not moving on. You picked the wrong person to show up late. You picked the wrong person. I am not moving on. We are going to talk about this on your uh. show. <laughs> uh. Oh, God. Uh. Anyway. But that's the beauty of life though
0: you know you can't take life too seriously no you but... can't take life too seriously ah, but yeah I, 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 that's never happened again and i, I i'm still wondering what <laughs> happened to uber that day you know i i, I think the the, the the only mistake i made was not try to sue uber and claim emotional damage <laughs> exactly because, because I, I laughed at you so much that... because yeah, i think that's how you know I, I, i'm still nigerian because <laughs> still, that doesn't occur to me like oh i should have claimed have, emotional damages you still you know?
1: have the immigrant mindset yeah i, I should <laughs> you have should just have immediately oh, sued. taking a photo
0: of myself lying down the street <laughs> like oh my neck my back oh oh oh,
1: oh, oh i'm in so much pain and because then, of Uber, you were subjected to so much ridicule. Oh, call, call. in public, yeah. Your I'm, reputation has reputation taken. Your reputation gone. is in tatters. Call, call your call promising, Ubers your promising podcast career, yeah, is, is down it's, the toilet. It's down,
0: you know. My, it was.
1: The, the, you the, want the, the judge long
0: going up and you, then after the, that, and, and you, after that
1: you want the judge you want the judge to rule in your favor of course uber is a multi-billion dollar company yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll we, we take a check of 15 million too and, uh, oh boy no no no, no, no 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 you need to let go of that immigrant mindset okay. what kind 15 million okay 50 million Oh. What's wrong with the hundred million? 100 What's wrong million. with two hundred million? Yes.
0: Okay. Maybe maybe life uh, of access to m- and black you know massage, where, where, where,
1: when they do I've I've forgotten what the term is but when they do these kind these kinds of judgments right there mm-hmm. is like one part of it that is okay we are going to like we're going to award this this relatively small amount because oh that's true know, and then there's yeah. another part of it which is just unrelated to anything yeah. that anyone can measure. So why are you limiting yourself That's to 15? True. And I, I, What's I wrong it, with the it 100? Tri- it
0: triggered my, my disabilities from the Navy. Yes! The whole new level. Throw
1: the kitchens, throw the, everything for the, the, the kitchen job, like, what?
0: You, You're a veteran too? Every, oh, yeah,
1: exactly! PTSD, yes. Oh Bond my Pete oh, This, it, it,
0: it just my everything in the kitchen sink. In fact, sink. you were asking for 500 million, we'll make it one billion. We'll, we'll make it, we'll make it. <laughs> one billion, right there. Can <laughs> uh, we talk to you? Can we, Yawner? We, we'll, 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 we'll settle this. Uh, we'll settle this out. Okay, can we approach the bench?
1: We'll, we we'll settle bench, this,
0: please. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll settle this. Let's <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll like settle this. Um, yeah, away, away from the news and all. The news. Oh Lord! And yeah. So that's why I'm trying to invent a time travel machine. You know, I'm talking to somebody. You know, go back to that day. And,
1: that's, a, that's all That's what I'm going to use my.
0: <laughs> so, so I was oh, like, "Oh, Lord. do you want to go back to when you were 16 and take all the information?" I'm like, "What am I going to do? What, I'm not going back when I was 16 and do all the stupid things I was doing. No, I'm just go back to that day I was late. On my podcast exactly. <laughs> to episode number 15. So about 15. That's it. Oh, I already have my lawyer on standby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh let's, let's dive back to you brian yeah yeah yeah. so one one thing that i admire about you is that you know for your um refashion ventures and the uh, worldwide su- supply chain uh federation you work hand in hand with your awesome partner yep lisa lisa
1: yeah.
0: and i've never known how you guys you know came to be together as, uh how you started your partnership yeah you know yeah,
1: yeah. how you guys became a team yeah so how did that come to be so i met lisa in june of 2016. wow and i can't remember the dates now the the date i have in my head for whatever reason is the 8th of june and i think it was a monday but it was which whichever date it was whether it was the 8th or the 9th it was the monday after the cfa exams that year oh so Uh, I had spoken to a founder uh, about two or three weeks before the exam and, you know, she was pitching me her company at the end. I said, you know, I've kind of moved on from anything that's not related to supply chain. So you should Mm -hmm. talk to my partner, JP. He's the person who's focused on marketplaces on our team at that time at KAC Ventures. I'm really now just focused on supply chain. Yeah. And so then she said, oh, you, you know, I, I, I should introduce you to my advisor, Lisa. She's focused on supply chains in fashion and apparel. I think you guys could have a lot to talk about. So she made the introduction. I said, Lisa, look, I'm like three weeks from my CFA level three exam. That's the only thing I can think about if we were to meet now. You think I'm rude. Yeah. And you think I'm rude because I'll be absent minded. Yeah. So let's meet after the exam. So we met uh, the Monday after my exam. And, you know, I, I thought it would be a short conversation. And then when we started talking, I realized that she was thinking about supply chains and technology and innovation in a way that was very similar to how. How I was thinking about it. Wow. The difference is that I was looking at it from the perspective of supply chain logistics mm-hmm. and she was looking at it from the perspective of the fashion and apparel industry. Oh, okay. And you know coincidentally much like me she had started down that journey sometime in 2015. So at the time I was at, at the time we met I was about 1 year into teaching myself about the topic and she was about mm-hmm. 1 year into teaching herself about the oh, topic as well. And so I say it's like you know it's like when you 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 are studying a topic that no one else is interested in. Yeah. And you know everyone's telling you you're crazy this is a waste of time mm-hmm. this is a stupid thing what the f- hell is supply chain? And then you meet someone else who is like, "No, you're not crazy. This actually is quite interesting. This actually is quite interesting. You know, so we became we became fast friends. We started talking uh, multiple times a week, texting multiple times a week. Did you see this? Have you heard of this? et cetera, et cetera. And then in August of twenty seventeen, I had this strong feeling that we needed to, that I needed to hang out at a supply chain meetup because I had done some writing in 2016 and published, and I had been talking to a lot of people, three groups of people, academics, who study this for for, for a living, and then startup founders who I discovered understand the technology, but not necessarily the problem as it is experienced by businesses in industry. And then the third group is corporate executives who understand the problem as it is faced in their industry, but they don't necessarily understand how far along the the technology has come. Mm. right. So, if you think of the startup founders and the and the corporate executives yep. right they they see one side of the issue and not the other Don't side <clears throat> mm-hmm. and so my thinking was surely someone else has noticed this um this chasm and there's a meetup to get these groups of people together and it turns out there wasn't mm. so i started the new york supply chain meetup after After one day, I was still the only member. No one else had joined. So I remember calling Lisa and I said, okay, Lisa, I did this crazy thing. I started this meetup. Well, something else happened. So I started the meetup and then I posted on my Facebook page, right? I was like, okay, I started this thing. I don't really have a plan. Hmm. Like, I know I want to go to a meetup and there's no meetup, but I don't really have a plan. So Let me just post on my Facebook page and let me give myself some time (laughs) to figure out what to do with this thing. (laughs) So I posted on my Facebook page. Then that evening, someone sent me an email. Hey, Brian, read about the meetup. Awesome idea. We'll join. I was like, how does this person? Because I'm not connected to this person on Facebook. Yeah. So the, it couldn't be that they found out on Facebook. So I checked, I checked. I was like, did someone put something in a newsletter? The newsletter that I was interacting with the most, they had published some, uh, some of my previous uh, writings, was a newsletter called Mattermark, which went out to like, I think at that point, 100,000 or 150,000 people. So I said, let me go look at the Mattermark newsletter from last night. And lo and behold... Brian, aware at KZ Ventures has started the New York <laughs> supply chain meetup. They just told 100,000 people wow. that I had started a meetup. I was like, okay, Brian, whether you're ready or not, 100,000 people are expecting you to do something with this meetup that yeah. you started. So I called Lisa. I said, okay, I did this thing. Matt Mark just told 100,000 people I'm doing it. Number one, you need to join so that I can credibly claim that our membership has increased by 100%. <laughs> I, don't need to talk about, <laughs> I don't need to talk about the numbers. I just need to be able to say our membership has increased by 100%. And then, will you help me? Will you join me to help me build this thing? And so she said, actually, I think it's an awesome idea. I'm joining right now. Yes, I'll help you build it. So that's how we started uh, building the New York uh, Supply Chain Meetup. Wow. That's beautiful.
0: So, uh, one thing I noticed that was missing from the three groups that you spoke to when you were uh, before you you started the mm. New York supply chain meetup, um, you spoke to academics, startups, and ex- execs. Was
1: political leaders. So was that intentional? It wasn't intentional. It's just they tended not to be the kinds of people who reach out so the Mm -hmm. people i spoke right so i'm studying the thing i publish blog posts two on trucking two on shipping yeah people read them and then they reach out to me okay right they reach out to me so no one in government uh, reached out to me Mm. but once we got the meetup going then we started reaching out. So, for example, we spoke to people at the New Jersey Economic Development uh, Agency. Mm-hmm. We've spoken to people at the NYC EDC. Uh, we've spoken to people in Michigan. Um, uh, we've spoken to people in Atlanta. So I, 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 I agree with you. I think government has an important role to play. Yeah. Uh, if anything that has to do with supply chains i think government has an important role to play they they just tend not to be like they're not going to read your blog post of and course. be like oh my god of i need course. to like <laughs> they're like what stupid blog post is i mean this? You know, knowing, knowing what i know now <laughs> I, I, I can see that and
0: uh, it's usually somebody on their team uh, one of the aides i think that's usually their job except if you have. Um, I I I believe someone like the current um department uh, of transportation secretary, mm-hmm. I, I see him like someone who I think based on his age and the the type of well, he's a knowledgeable guy. Guy. So yeah. I would see him as one of the rare government yeah. officials yeah, who that that might that might yeah, because he, yeah. the the way he talks about logistics, uh, upgrading infrastructure. Yeah, yep. yeah. He's yep. he's of the mindset that yep. I will expect him to read the type of information that you put yeah, out there. Yeah. So he's yeah, 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 one yeah. of the people who I expect. Yeah,
1: and 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 you know the, the this is actually something I wrote about in um during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I completely understand the approach and the attitude that people in government take, right? They we we pay taxes and we expect them to be very, very judicious. Yes. With how they use the public's resources, right? So they we don't want them to be running after every shiny thing. Mm-hmm. right we We don't want them to be running after every shiny thing. so I I, I, I I completely it's not like I'm upset or anything. I completely understand. I think it's it's our responsibility to do what we're doing till it gets to the point where it makes sense for the government to work with us if that's in the interest of. Of the public of the public right it's not it's not always in the interest of the public for the government to work with everyone but if I agree. but if we yes. do what we're doing mm-hmm. and we can make the case a credible case that it's in the interest of the public for a government agency to partner with us in some way yeah then i think that's a conversation that they should be open to having
0: yes because i've i've seen
1: uh mm-hmm. and
0: heard because there, there are lots of uh, people doing different things all over the world yeah. and Everyone claims to have uh, an idea, yeah. you know, the, yeah. this is the right way to go. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, uh, yeah, that, that that's not really helpful yeah. to yeah. the environment. That's not yeah. really helpful to the people.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's going to be helpful to your pocket. To your pocket, exactly. Yeah, so, exactly. But, you know, we are currently in an age where uh, misinformation and disinformation is huge. It's huge right now, um you know, like we were talking before the recording began, and you know I'm, I was mentioning that we are in the general election season in Nigeria, so I've been on some platforms on Nigerian um diaspora platforms. I normally don't do those, but I've started seeing how the disinformation thing is is big out there. I don't yeah. know. if there are people who are in, who are being paid to just go out there and say certain things. and so I just intentionally put myself in some of these places, although I'm sometimes I, I'm like scratching my head like, ah, how, how are you guys? I'm, nobody challenging this thing like this person is saying, so like I just put myself there and say, "No, uh, you have options. There are other choices. Yeah. So yeah. don't just think that because this whatever this person is saying sounds so sweet, it is true.
1: You know, it's, it's a, uh, oh, that's a huge, that's, that's a Pandora's box. It it <laughs> <is>. that's, a, <laughs> that's, a, that's an entire Pandora's box. We could talk about that till the till the cows come home and we wouldn't even be done. Um, So I think one thing is, and again, this is going back to, to uh, tying it back to, you know, government officials Mm -hmm. needing to be circumspect about who they engage with. Not everyone who says they are altruistic or they're doing something for altruistic reasons is actually doing what they're doing for altruistic uh, uh, reasons, and so I think You know, it's great to just give people time. Give people time to prove themselves. Um, Give people time. Now, if, if if you are the person that's doing the thing, you know, of course you want resources, you know, on day one. Of course you want resources as quickly as possible. Of course you want people to jump on and support you and push you forward as early as possible. But on the other hand, if we're going to avoid making, like, avoidable mistakes we need to give people time like show us that you are as dedicated to this cause as you say you are Mm. show us that you're resourceful show us that you're a good steward of you know capital resources other people's time yeah show us that you have integrity Mm. and some of those things just take time (laughs) Right, <laughs> you you it, it you, you can't you can't speed you can't speed those things up you just need to give people time to demonstrate to demonstrate um uh to demonstrate what they are about um uh, otherwise you will you will keep making mistakes that could have been avoided
0: I agree because there's this uh I don't it's it, sometimes it feels like there's this need for miracles mm mm-hmm. So an instant gratification, It's, a, yeah. it's like results yeah. right now, yeah, 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 right now. So impatience, yeah, 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 impatience. Now yeah, so nah, we, we, we're we, all we impatient. On. This person can make rain, can make water out of nothing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. This, water yeah, to the, wine the, right this, now. This make person it can 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 squeeze blood out of a stone. No, yes, that's actually. the guy you, we're going with.
0: <laughs> You throw money there. <laughs> so it's kind of like a, a early in the pandemic, where a whole bunch of people got money, and you're still waiting for the the PPE. Yeah, PPE, and yep. nothing has come out. Yeah, well, the, I mean, some of them bought yachts and yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are still catching people up to you today. Uh, now, the <laughs> unfortunate,
1: never, the unfortunate uh, thing, the unfortunate thing about that is. It, you know, not to take us off topic, yeah. that the the people who have the opportunity to, you know, bamboozle the government mm-hmm. is a certain group of people, right? Like, historically, we believe sure. that these people are honest, they're competent, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, so they can show up and make a crazy claim or we'll just throw money at them. Uh, now, of course, there's maybe some corruption going on behind the scenes, right? And, mm-hmm. and some, and some. So, so you probably remember this. We tried, Lisa. Oh, yeah. Lisa yeah. put together a team. They worked on, you know, the Worldwide Supply Chain Federation tried to use the network we've built to source PPE, right, for mm-hmm. for government organizations in New York and other places, and the amount of fraud. That we were faced with, like people just outright lying, we can't verify anything that they've told us. It got to a point where we we're just like, this isn't <laughs> this isn't mm-hmm. this isn't worth it between between all the all the obstacles that you know government agencies were throwing at us, and all the fraud, yeah that potential private sector partners. We're engaging in, or the potential fraud, because we never actually did any deal that 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 uh, went to closure. I was just like, yeah, this isn't this isn't worth it. This this the risk is too high, so and our reputation is too is too is too valuable. Yeah, for us to to get involved with this. So at at a certain point, we just decided to stop.
0: So the obstacles that you guys faced was that. Only at local level, or state level, or so, was that. A, a,
1: so, a, 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 so it was federal. So included? at least, so, so so one instance that I remember, right there was, and I can't remember which agency it was, but we're talking to some people in New York City. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, we're good, we're good on PPE." And the following morning, the mayor is on TV, like practically break breaking into tears wow. about how there's. I'm like, wait, you know, we. We just talked to someone yesterday and they said, oh, we're good. We're fine. We don't need any help, yeah. right? We don't want you to connect us with any suppliers that are members of your whatever your meetup or federation is. We're, yeah. we're good. And then the following morning, the mayor is on TV like practically crying. He's talking to Joe Scarborough, yeah. practically crying if there's anyone who has PPE. As for state, we never got a response from someone at the state le- uh, level. We tried all the, I tweeted at the governor. Yeah, I was, he was like, teach. Yeah, he was like, tweet at me, go to this website, fill this form, someone from our office will, nothing, absolutely nothing. So after a while, I was like, look, if people are going to die, I guess. People are going to die. I can't save I can't save yeah. the the great thing and people sometimes people sometimes criticize me for this they're, they're like, Brian, you're so callous and so uncaring and whatnot but but i I'm not God mm-hmm. right I can only do I can only do so much. I can't save the world. so we tried, we ran into obstacles. those obstacles were bigger than we could uh, than we could deal with. It was like you know what? I'm just going to stop worrying about this because if I keep worrying about this my mental health is going to suffer. Yeah. And I can't have that. So that 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 the actually that there was a point where I I just I, and and I can't remember the exact but I got to a point where I was like it seems very clear to me that a lot of people are going to die. And I just have to accept it. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing I can do about it, right? Number one, it's not like we have a lot of sponsors. It's not like we have sponsors. Mm -hmm. It's not like we've been making money from building the meetup. So it's like, these are our own resources, our own time that we're dealing with. Like, I'm not going to pretend like we have the resources to make this happen. We have a network There are people in our community who want to help. And as suppliers of PPE, they have PPE manufacturing plants or they have plants that were manufacturing something else and can uh, manufacture PPE domestically, right? But they need an agency to say, hey, we want to buy this much. Our job is to put them in touch with the right people. And if these people are keeping us at arm's length and don't want to talk, I mean, I've done, you can lead a camel to the water. You can't, you can't force it. You drink. can't force it. You can't force it to drink. Yes, and once I made that determination, my mental health improved dramatically. Hey, that
0: I understand. You know? That I understand. I can relate to. You know, because I, I, I was seeing the tweets then. I was seeing the tweets. There was no response. So...
1: Yeah, and it's it's unfo- it's unfortunate. But you you know the other thing that I say is, um, uh, especially you you know for you and I uh, and some of your other guests who grew up in other parts of the world, life is hard. It is life is really really hard. You know, people die all the time for no good reason. Mm-hmm. You you. You know there's conflicts and and tens and hundreds and thousands of people die and whatnot and every death, every person that dies, it's regrettable and you know you wish you could prevent it and whatnot but again i'm I'm not god <laughs> i'm not god i'm not, I'm not even let's not even go as far as saying i'm not God, I'm not even the mayor, I'm no. not even the mayor. <laughs> i'm not even the mayor of of new york city like who the hell do i think i am the
0: the the, the, the funny thing is um the the, the former mayor you know he lives not not far away from here uh i i was you know before he pulled out of the the race for congress i I was seeing him a lot almost every day when i was going to pick up my kid yeah i'll be seeing him across the street i was like yeah look at you man i see you all the things i guess that's when he was serious about contesting for for for, congress yeah and i was like ah look at you now you're making your face available but uh there was a time when i wanted to see you (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah you you weren't always around and then and then i would see him on voting day that was uh yeah, every, every, almost every time I went to vote, we always voted on the same uh, day. The,
1: the, the <laughs> point at which I lost, the point at which I think I personally lost respect for him was when he was like, hey, we all need to be on lockdown, et cetera, et cetera. And then he's going to the gym. You know, he's, he's yeah. like, he's running around in the park. <laughs> I was like, dude. Uh. <laughs> i was like dude can you focus on getting the doctors and nurses some p some ppe yeah. instead of going to the gym like is going to the gym the most of- and yeah. oh, yes i understand right it was a stressful time the pandemic was in full swing he needs to distress etc cetera, etc cetera. but if the gym is shut down and nobody can go you to can the go, gym, yep. maybe the mayor of NYC should not be going to the gym. Like, it, it, buy some equipment for your house and work out in the house.
0: You, you gotta set the example. You have to
1: set the example. You
0: can't, you can't make the rules and
1: expect everyone to follow the rules and then... You know, it's like Animal Farm. All all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal are than, more than equal others. Than like, like what, so, what bullshit is this? Uh, Yeah. So I I was like, you know what, you're not even the effing mayor of New York City, like who the hell do you think you are? Just calm down, stop worrying about this, right? Every day, turn on the TV, see how many more people have died, thank God that you're not one of them, and keep it moving. Yeah. And yes, I know people listening will be like, "Oh my God, he's awful. He's terrible. He must be a terrible human being." That- I've I've already accepted that when I die, I'm going to hell. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so 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 what yeah. I've tried to do, what I've tried to do is who who uh, whoever I'm married to. If I go to heaven, it will be on the basis. It will be on the basis of my spouse. It will be okay, Brian. You are going to go to hell, but your wife is such an amazing person that because of that. After you've served your time in purgatory, we will we will let you we will let you into heaven. I've like already spouse visa. I, I, exactly. <laughs> I've already accepted it. I've already accepted it. But the only way I'm going to heaven is if I get a spouse visa. Spouse so. visa <laughs> to heaven. <laughs> you had
0: it here first. <laughs> oh man. So, um, well, since we already started on these challenges. To, uh, uh, to supply chain um during the pandemic with New York. Let, let's make it a little bit broader. Well, it wasn't in the I didn't well that's yeah, let's just make it a little bit broader. Um, we'll go to Africa. Mm-hmm. So, what in your opinion are we missing when it comes to the discussion of supply chain as a solution to the challenges that Africa is facing? Like like let's say West Africa, like when it comes to climate change, insecurity, inflation, like right now there's protests in Ghana from mostly young people um mali uh, Guinea, Nigeria, a whole bunch of countries, yes, well, but nobody's none of none of them still seem to look at supply chain. it's still just you know it still sounds like. Everybody is talking about the stuff I was hearing 20 years ago. The expectations are still like, press that button and the solution will come.
1: So, the, I, I have to give a caveat Yeah. before I, before I say anything. Um, I'm not an economist. Um, and I didn't study supply chain in school. Yes. So even though I'm an adjunct at, at uh, the School of Engineering at NYU, I don't have a traditional supply chain background. I didn't even work in supply chain. Um, I am completely self-taught yes. when it comes to this topic. And the focus of what I've been trying to teach myself and what Lisa as well has been trying to teach herself and the focus of our investment thesis at, um, at Refashioned Ventures. And the focus of the Worldwide Supply Chain uh, Federation is this idea that supply chain is fundamental to everything that we do. Right? I agree. Most people might not realize it, but the world around us, like, look around you in this room. Mm-hmm. If, you can, if you can sense anything at all, touch it, feel it, see it, smell it, a supply chain associated with it. I agree. Human civilization is built on supply chains. One hundred percent. And so when you see societies that are thriving, it's a reflection of the state of supply chains in that society. When you see societies that are not thriving, it's a reflection of of supply chains in that Mm. society. Now, just like i said before any time you're talking about supply chains you know there is a role for government yes and there is a role for the private sector i think africa's biggest problem is supply chain logistics infrastructure mm-hmm. like let's not let's not get into drones let's not get into robotics yeah. you know let's not get into like advanced warehouses where you know there's software controlling everything let's not even go that let's just Mm -hmm. let's just start with the basics yeah good roads good ports good airports roads to connect where stuff is being produced to where it is being consumed if there's a farmer in cano who is growing, you know, cereals, who's growing corn and millets and groundnuts and whatnot, and the demand is in Lagos for those for that produce. Do we have a road network or a rail network that connects that production with that that demand? Mm. And I think we're lacking that. We're we're lacking we're lacking that. The it hits me. So, as as you probably know, I don't know if we talked about this in episode fifteen, but during my teenage years, during a secondary school, yes, before my Yek O level exams, I would go to school in Wa, and then when school. So, so my parents live in Kanu. Yes, when it was time for me to go to secondary school, they said, "Brian, you're the first. You're the firstborn of the firstborn." you have to go back home. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go back home to learn the culture, yeah. the language, to know the family, et cetera, et cetera. All this, you don't speak the language, you don't know your history, it's all like nonsense. So get ready, we're sending you home. and That's a whole other conversation that mm-hmm. we can have. So I went to Xavier in Wa, and then when school was out of session, I would go to the village and live with my grandfather. Right, so Christmas break, Easter, Easter break, I was in the village Uh, for the first until Form 4, about half of uh, long vacation in the summer, I was in the village. And then I would go to Kano for the rest. So for like a month, I would go and visit my parents in Kano. It was in Form 4, I think, that I spent the full long vacation in Kano. And then after Form 5. Anyway, so I lived with my grandfather. He had rheumatoid arthritis so every evening when i was at home from school when we got back from the farm and you know we'd wake up at at sunrise yeah we'd get ready walk to, to the farm maybe three four miles away could it could, could have been longer stay there all day then come back home then walk back home in the evening so when we got home i would take his bike and i'd ride around the village to find him uh, a medication because the thing is as you know in those in that context you're not buying a month's supply no. of medication no. <laughs> right you're not there's no pharmacist to prescribe medication uh-uh. for a month yeah. so i would go to the you 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 know there were two people in the village that i could get tablets from and i'd go and i'd buy like two or three of white tablets which mm-hmm. he would take and that would uh, that's how he he managed to sleep at night. you know, so when you're living in that context, you just that's what you do. That's life. Yes. you just deal with it. you move on, so that was life. I never thought about it, moved on. Um, he died in ninety six uh, about six, about maybe nine months before I came to the to the u s so then I'm now in the U.S. It's July 2019, right? I'm in the midst of trying to get the fund off the ground and so on and so forth. Um, and I was reading an article by this Swiss company, Roche, the um, the pharmaceutical company. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I can't remember the title of the article. It's maybe something like fixing the broken supply chain or something like that. Uh, It was in July 2019. But they were talking about their supply chain, their uh, supply chain in Nigeria. And basically, as you know, if you know what the supply chain is like in Nigeria, you know what the supply chain is like in Ghana. Like, (laughs) There is no real, there is no material difference, right? The reality is, for all intents and purposes, it's practically the same. Mm -hmm. So the thing that absolutely, absolutely floored me is they said because of all the inefficiencies in their supply chain in Nigeria, by the time their products get to the end customer, the markup is between 40% at the low end. And just to show you how crazy it is, how much do you think the high end of that range would be? Let's take a wild guess. Seventy. Seven hundred percent. Oh. Seven hundred percent.
0: Seven hundred.
1: Seven hundred percent. Wow. Let me say that again. Seven hundred percent. Not not seventy percent. Not one hundred percent. Not two hundred percent. Not three hundred percent. Not five hundred percent. Not 600%. percent 700%. And I was talking to my friend, to my good friend, in Ndubisi Eke, Um, He's the chairman of Fast Micro. And I got to know him. Somehow I found him. I was like, Andy, I think you're going to do great things in the future. I just need to be connected to you. <laughs> so we connected. And then he was like, hey, Brian, you should write for Tekedia. So I wrote for Tekedia for like... For like four years. Uh, Takedia is the media arm of, of his company. And so when I read it, I was just, I was like, Andy, does this, does this make sense? And he said, actually, Brian, I think they might be understating. Wow, I think they might be understating it. Because he said, it's very likely that there are things they are not accounting for, not because they don't want to account for them, but Mm -hmm. because they just can't account for them. And he gave me an example. He said, okay, so, you know, there's a tomato farmer in Kano, and, you know, a truck goes to Kano, loads up on tomatoes, is trying to take them to Abuja or Lagos, but it breaks down. Yes. And it's it's stuck for two or three or four days or even a week. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm aware of that. You know, like that's all. And I was like, you know, Brian. Of course, I was one time when I was in secondary school. Yeah, our I, bus, our like bus that. broke down. Our bus broke down, and we were in the middle of the bush for one week. So, wow. so, 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 that's entirely. It's entirely. It's. This isn't something that we're like pulling out of thin air and, no, and making the, with the tomatoes this is, I, I, this is I a reality. Something like
0: that because I. Uh, it's like not just that example, just you saying that it's like the smell starts coming. This is I a can reality. Start this it is a reality. I, I remember seeing how many bad tomatoes. <laughs> right. And,
1: tomatoes, uh, yeah. okra, mm-hmm. any kind of vegetable. Right. If you're transporting livestock. Yeah. Right, and you're stuck in the middle of nowhere for seven days. Mm-hmm. What happens to whether it's chickens or goats or sheep or cows? I think of all the, and so he was like, yeah, that's 700%. I think it might be, I think it might be low. I was like, Jesus Christ, Andy is right. I haven't been home for so long (laughs) that I'm starting to, I'm starting to. So I think it's, it's really just starting with the basics, Mm -hmm. the roads, the airports, the ports, you know, the, we had one event, um, uh, so once in a while, Refashion Ventures, we get executives together, uh, 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 and we get some speakers on the topic. And so we had a gentleman from Cargill. I think it was March of 2020. We had a gentleman from Cargill, and he was talking about how one of their ships was stuck in, was stuck outside the ports in Lagos for like 30 days. Hmm. I mean, just think of all the, how, and and you know, whatever the produce is that they're trying to get into the port or whatever it is they're trying to pick up from the port, right? All those costs have to be baked in. Mm -hmm. They have to be baked in, they have to be baked in somewhere. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I, I really think it's starting with starting with the basics. Now the other thing, the other argument we make is that at the end of the day, supply chain is an economic multiplier. If you just get those basics right, right, just the roads, the airports, and that sort of thing, then the tomato farmer will earn more. Because he is earning more, he can employ more people. Or maybe he doesn't employ more people, right? Maybe he's a subsistence farmer like my grandpa and is not really, like, hiring people on his farm. But because he's making more, he spends more on other goods and yeah. services. So those merchants, they can hire more people, right? He's buying more stuff so someone can start doing more manufacturing or whatever. But... but. Just fixing fixing supply chains so that they function. It doesn't have to be like dramatically better than they currently function, but so that they function better than they currently do. It starts this multiplier effect, right? Mm-hmm. The the economy is stronger. People are making more money. Um. Uh. And 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 then you go and then you go from there. I I. I when I read articles in which people are like, oh, we should do all this very advanced, very sophisticated technology because that's the way to go. I'm like, no, let's get the basics. (laughs) Let's get the fundamentals right first. Who you
0: sound like, uh, who you remind me of, you remind me of uh, the person who, he's not the favorite, but he's like, if you talk to m- most Nigerians with internet access mm-hmm. he is their favorite, uh, uh, Peter Obi, who is considered as the person who might disrupt this election. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's what he's, he's saying, he doesn't, it's, it's not like he's coming to any solution that sounds like, oh, we're going to build the, the. we're going to turn Nigeria to America, or no, turn it into no, Dubai. It's no. like, the solution is the people Let, yeah let's get let's get i was listening to an interview that yeah. he had and he yeah. said uh, he, he traveled to uh, morocco he went to egypt and yeah. um and they were like why did you go to morocco and he said because morocco has uh it has like the most the best functioning ports in yeah. africa yeah and he said i had to go see how they are doing it yeah because morocco has like 30 something million people nigeria yeah. has 200, 200 million, million our yeah. ports are not functioning yeah. So I have to go see how the people who have yeah. lesser people yeah. but functioning ports, what is working there? And when I got there, I realized it's just people. That's the difference. <laughs> there uh, let are me people see. Let, to me make see it
1: work. I, uh, let me see if I And Let me see if I can pull up this article on my phone. And uh, I wrote I wrote an article for freight waves. Yeah. Um about uh let me see Africa logistics.
0: Oh and most of his solutions are just yeah i'm 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 not i'm going to it's along that line of you know it, it, it's i don't think i've heard him said say supply chain specifically but it's he talks in more simplistic terms terms which i believe is why many people relate to him like even my mom sent me a text saying okay that's what she's going to vote for I was like, okay, she's eighty six. She she kind of gets the message.
1: All right. So on on January sixteenth of two thousand and twenty. So background: I used to write a weekly column for Freight Waves. Yes, Freight Waves is the um, is the I think it's the biggest media portal uh, for news about logistics and supply chain. And. Definitely in the United States, possibly in the world. So, April twenty nineteen to April twenty twenty one. I wrote a weekly column for them. So, January twenty, January sixteenth, twenty twenty. It was a Thursday. The title of my column was "Modernizing Africa's Logistics Capacity: One Startup at a Time." And I think the part of it that is relevant for uh, what we're talking about is you know where I talk about the problem uh, I think I called it defining the problem so the the World Bank has what they call a they have a logistics performance index, and the logistics performance index basically ranks countries on the basics of how sophisticated or how efficient their logistics infrastructure is. Mm -hmm. So um, at the time I was writing the article, the most recent rankings were from 2018. They covered 160 countries. And what you'll notice when you look at the Logistics Performance Index is that highly developed economies tend to have a high rank. Yeah on the index, and less developed countries rank low Lower. on the index. Mm. For that ranking, Germany had the best rank of one. Mm. African countries don't appear on the ranking until 33. They don't appear on the index until number 33. That is South Africa. Then Cote d'Ivoire and Rwanda are 50 and 57, respectively. Oh, wow. Kenya is 68. Benin and Mauritius are 76 and 78, respectively. You're probably thinking, Brian, <laughs> you are Ghanaian. I am Nigerian. Where are Ghana and Nigeria? Why are you holding out on me, right? Uh, That's uh, what you're thinking. You're like, let's get you're like I'm just waiting for you're the, like I'm, Nigeria is the biggest, the most populous country in Africa. Uh, uh, why, why are we talking why are we talking about Rwanda? Let's get to why are we talking about Rwanda? Maurit- is landlocked, by why the Why are we talking about Mauritius? Let's get to let's get to the heart of the matter. Hey, hey I'm, uh, I'm 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 just I'm, I'm, Ghana is number one hundred and six. One hundred and six. Wow. Nigeria is number one hundred and ten. One hundred and ten. Oof. Ooh. And I made this statement. Nigeria's position is noteworthy since it is Africa's largest economy and also has by far the largest population of any African country. China is number 26. Vietnam is number 39. Malaysia is number 41. India is number 44. Indonesia is number 46. Turkey is number 47. Mexico is number 51. Brazil is number 56. Russia is not, is at is uh, number 75. Nigeria is number 110. Ghana is number 106. Yeah, we go big, you know. <laughs> 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 <Everything's>... <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a situ- this is a situation this is a situation in which naija no de carry last what has been curry? misapplied <laughs> <laughs> it has been misapplied no. <laughs> no no this is not this is not this is this is <laughs> oh, oh look, but but um and then and then yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 I, I actually talk about in this article, so the audience, um, if you if you remember to find this article, yeah, uh, I'm definitely gonna read that modernizing article. Africa's logistics uh, capacity one startup at a time, uh at freight waves. So I talk about the the article from Roche that I mentioned before, and then Uh, I talk about an article entitled Aid for Trade and Value Chains in Transport and Logistics, a paper uh, uh, written in 2013, and they make the statement, One well-known connection between transport and logistics and development is in facilitating international trade transactions, which under appropriate circumstances boost national income reduce poverty mm-hmm. and thus contribute to economic and social development. Right. That's what we were talking about before. Yeah. That's what we we're talking about before. And then there's another paper, uh that's the that's the that's the um that's the the Roche that's the Roche paper. Um then in how online marketplaces can power employment in Africa that was published in 2019 by the Boston Consulting Group. They stated, the cost of getting a product from the factory to an end user within Europe adds around 90% to that product's manufacturing cost. In Africa, logistics adds an average of 320% to a manufactured goods cost. Wow, 300. So, almost four times what the additional cost is to, pr- to manufacture okay. and transport a product in Europe is the equivalent in. in, in. So, it, it's, it's really like, let's just get the basics, let's just get the basics right. Mm-hmm. Let's just get the basics right, right? Let's, let's get ports that work, let's get a rail system that works to move goods and people let's put our roads let's put our road network in order and they don't even have to be any like fancy roads no, like let's just it,
0: it, it's, i mean the, the day i went to um 2018 i went I, I was in dominican republic i went to punta cana for a wedding and I'd, when i came out of the plane and I, um, well, on my way back. That's when I it dawned on me when I saw, noticed the airport and I saw the palm trees at the runway, and I was like, "Yeah, this, this is Niger Delta. This is literally Niger Delta environment." Yeah. But when I see an airport, the all the new airports being built in Nigeria is literally like they're they're trying to build. LaGuardia type of airport,
1: No. JFK.
0: I'm like, why, why you gotta spend no, billions? No,
1: let, let's not, let's just... Why you
0: gotta spend billions let's to just have a get functioning airport? You let's can,
1: just get the basics. It,
0: right. I've, I've seen airports in Mississippi, airports in Alabama. They are not the fanciest airports in the world, but they function. They, yes. they get the job done. Yes,
1: get the job. Same thing in Dominican yes.
0: Republic. There you have... The I, I saw airlines from Russia. I saw airlines from China. I saw airlines from Turkey bringing tourists there
1: that's exactly so that's, that's exactly, getting the job done that's exactly but somebody exactly.
0: in aqua bomb will say well we need to build an airport but uh it, it, it has to be you have to spend one billion dollars and of course we know why it has to be one billion i'm like no it doesn't have let's, to be it doesn't it, no, let's just it, get
1: get the job just get the job done just get that's the it. job done same
0: thing with railway that's why it's taking how many years nigeria is 61 years Old, and it's now that you, you're just getting railway from Kano, uh, to, Kano to Abuja. Which, that's
1: just uh, insane. Isn't that insane? Yeah,
0: and that's why you don't have, you can't go from Lagos to Calabar with railway.
1: Because you know, and now that I have a better understanding of these things, mm-hmm. I now understand why. Because when I was a kid in Kano, there were all these, you know, agricultural developments. Yep irrigation you know uh the wudil local government they had all these great irrigation plans you, you know the Ringim local government you, you know katsina and mm-hmm. all and none of them went anywhere because it doesn't matter if you can produce something if yeah. you can't get it to the markets
0: that, if you can't
1: get it <laughs> that, you can't get it like what's the point mm-hmm.
0: That, that's all the, all the granite pyramid.
1: Yes, you can, you can produce all the groundnuts you want in Kano. Yeah, if you can get it to to, to Lagos you. or to Abuja or to Port Harcourt or or to wherever, it, it it doesn't matter. Does it? It doesn't matter that you can produce you you can produce all those things. It all goes to waste. Yeah.
0: So, ah, and then once in a while, when you now have. Somebody who will now say shut down all the borders for the trucks, transporting. <laughs> it just it <laughs> just makes things worse. In
1: that same article, I was yeah. just talking about. I, I I think I went into a discussion of the uh, the Africa Free Trade, uh, yeah. uh, uh, area agreement, and I I really so it it's two things right. One it is, um that's and I don't have the exact and uh, numbers, but it's in the article, Africa. Compared to other regions of the world, yeah. Africa has the lowest level of intracontinental trade, yeah. right? So I guess. between yeah. countries on the same continent. Yeah, it was not Africa. too long ago I,
0: I, I discovered that and I was like, yeah, that's true. I, I don't see yeah, us trading with each other. Yeah. Every other continent, they all trade yeah, with each other. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Most, the of, most trading of the trade is, yes, your, is, next is your next door neighbor. or you, Only you when know, it comes to Africa,
0: the... you hear that, oh, our biggest trading, trading partner, partner is somebody who's on another continent far yeah, away. No. And it, it, it and so, doesn't make sense.
1: So fixing, fixing just like I said, fixing the uh, fundamentals. That the Fixing mm-hmm. the fundamentals and then let's, Trade with one another. Yeah, yeah.
0: but if if you yeah. and and that also would have boosted your roads, your railway, yes. because that's yes. an incentive for having good roads and yes. good railway. Exactly. Because you
1: exactly you need
0: exactly. good railway exactly. transporting your
1: goods exactly,
0: exactly. next door. But exactly. if all of your eyes are on oh, I have to ship my goods to China, or ship my goods to United States, exactly. ship my goods it's... to the EU. Why are you thinking of having a railway that would take? goods to the, accra or and the, and, to the, and, and 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 and
1: the thing yeah. is a lot of the stuff that would that would benefit from intracontinental trade mm-hmm is not the same stuff that people in the US want from, Yeah. right people in the US don't want tomatoes from Nigeria no right they are, they are, they are no. not they're not looking for tomatoes no. from the, now people in Niger people in exactly. Niger might be excited about tomatoes from Nigeria right yeah. people in uh, Chad might be excited mm-hmm. about tomatoes people in in Burkina Faso people in Ghana right people in be- in Benin yeah um uh, 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 uh now people in the u s they want our oil, you know maybe they want our bauxite, they want our iron ore et cetera, et cetera, and that's all well and good. We should develop all those 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 yeah, those you can, industries you can do two things one, at you, once. You, you things <laughs> at <one. laughs> yeah Ah, yeah know well, exactly. we shall
0: take a quick break and when we come back, we shall dive into more supply chain and other questions that I have. So, stay with us. Hi, everyone. We've made it two years, and who would have thought so? So, let's go further. And make it three, make it four, make it five, make it six. Who knows? Twenty. But we can't do this without your support. So, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash white label American pod or blinktree.com white label american go there and you'll see our patreon link and you can join us for as low as three dollars we have bonus content we have bonus materials there's so much juice over there that we don't release to the public and yeah you can contribute in making this podcast better you can send questions you can send your ideas and also there's a lot of new things that are coming the announcements are made on patreon first because we have to, you know, take care of people who help make this podcast possible. So you can be the one to make this podcast what you want it to be. Come join us on Patreon and make it what you would like to see. Join us. Make it fantastic. Keep the five stars coming in. Keep the love coming in. Thank you for the privilege of your company.
1: All right. When it comes to talking, I'm always... <laughs> did, did i ever tell you this story so my friend katherine finney yeah. um she's uh ceo of uh, a company called genius guild um it's it's a fund it's a new fund i've mm-hmm. been helping her build it since she started it and um she's she just published a book Build a damn thing, which is a fantastic book. I like that title. Anyway, so she was running a, an accelerator in Atlanta. And one time she invited me. She said, Hey Brian, would you come hang out with our entrepreneurs in training? You know, talk about startups, yeah. business models, that kind of thing. Um, I hate traveling, you know, but Catherine I, I said, yes, I'll come. So I went to Atlanta, landed, and got to uh, the big incubator. Around ten in the morning, started talking as soon as I walked in. Kept talking. Skipped lunch. Skipped dinner. Oh no. We didn't leave till <laughs> eleven at night. I was like, have I been talking nonstop since oh, I man. arrived? <laughs> since I arrived, they said, yes, Brian. You didn't even eat. You've been talking. I was like, oh, my God. Anyway, the only thing I can say is I'm my mother's son. So hey. <laughs> my mother my mother would have been proud. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I got that, too. I don't know if I got it from my mom, but... Uh, yeah, probably I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, that's a nice segue there. Because, um, yeah, I haven't asked you about fatherhood. Uh, so, yeah, let me just dive into that. So being that you're a dad, raising a kid, and now you've uh, been through a pandemic. Well, we're still in a pandemic. Well, now it's now a for some people, it's an endemic, but uh, I still say we're in, we're in a pandemic. Yeah. So, how has it been? You know, this navigating this journey of fatherhood with, uh, you know, as you like to say, you have the friendly, friendliness of Ghana with the arrogance of <laughs> So, how has that helped you navigate the, the journey of
1: fatherhood? You know, so I think my. I think my situation is a little bit unique in the sense that my my ex-wife and i yeah. divorced in 2008. so my son our son was i think we separated before he turned one mm. and we divorced a few days okay. be- before his first his first ber- his first birthday And he lives with my ex and his stepdad in in Connecticut. Um, So I think our situation is unique. Now, that being said, you know, most of the time when people hear that we went through a divorce, it's like, oh, you know, that's so sad and whatnot. To be honest, I think it was the best thing that could have happened to us Mm -hmm. because we're still friends right you know yeah. if I, if i'm counting my best friends she'll be number 2 maybe number 3 hmm. um uh, uh no she's definitely one of my best friends my son is extremely lucky because his stepdad is an amazing person dan is fantastic hmm. um i think the world of dan and so he's lucky in the sense that you know he has a big family he has a lot of people Who care about him yeah he has a lot of people who love him he has siblings uh dan had a son before uh, they got married uh uh then and and then he met meg and then they've had kids they've had kids themselves yeah so he now has siblings um so he has so he has a he has a big brother and he has younger, he has younger <laughs> siblings, right? So he's had to learn how to live with an older brother and younger siblings. Um, uh, and so I, I, I think his experience of the pandemic was, was different in that sense. Um, he did really well during the pandemic. Um, you, you know, he, his grades have been excellent, in fact, his last his last uh, report card, I think it was A's and A pluses, and I was cracking a joke. I said, "He's been on the honor roll. He's made it on the honor roll the entire the entire time through the entire pandemic." Nice. Um, and so I was cracking a joke. I was like, y- "You know, I'm in this awkward I'm in this awkward position where I feel as if he's going to call me to come into his office one day." And he's going to say, we need to have a performance review discussion. And he's going to tell me I'm not meeting expectations. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to tell me, that you aren't meeting, uh, you aren't meeting expectations. You really need to step up your performance. <laughs> uh, but he, he has been, he, he has been extremely, he has been extremely, he has been extremely, has been extremely uh, lucky. Um, uh, and I can't claim I can't claim a lot of credit for it. His mom and his stepdad, yeah. uh, and his his grandparents have done have done most of the heavy lifting. Um, awesome. Uh, uh, but he he has he has, a, and I know it hasn't been the same for everyone. This mm-hmm. the pandemic has been difficult for a lot of children, but he has he has thrived.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that uh, you know you got to share that. The, uh, um the aspect of your life that you know you were divorced from your son's mom and you know before i, I came to setting awareness i think it, it was always like you know you, you can't be friends with uh you, you if you're divorced it's like enemies for life that kind of thing and and i remember the first time i saw a divorced couple well uh, a, a person who had been divorced I was in the navy, and a gentleman who well, he was he was ex military who was working with us I, I was one of the defense contractors, and he came up to me. I was like, "Hey, I need your help this weekend. Can, can, can you, are you free?" I was like, "Sure." Um, he, I was like, "What? What you need my help with?" And he's like, "Oh, I, I need to help my ex move furniture. She's moving to a new town. So, you know, if, are you free to take a trip?" Mm-hmm. I was like. Uh, did you mean your wife? <laughs> did, did, oh, what's did, did going on? Did I? You <laughs> <he> said ex. <laughs> like, oh yeah, but my my, my ex, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. My ex-wife, well, we we good friends, and yeah. he he was, uh, I think he was a little a little bit older than us. He was in his fifties, and I was like, huh, that's weird. Help his ex-wife. I was like, oh, okay, maybe. You know, he's an older black gentleman. Maybe I'll go, maybe I should yeah. just go see yeah. Yeah. What, what this guy's talking yeah. about. Or maybe maybe he got this thing where he's still dating his ex-wife yeah. on the, on yeah. the side. Yeah. So I show up, and when I show up, his wife opens the door. When I knock on the door, hey, how you doing? You must be Raphael, welcome. So I was like, huh? Like, are, are you, I call the name. She's like, oh, no, 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 I'm his wife. Wait, I'm like,
1: wait. <laughs> your mind, your mind so my, was my, exploded. My, my head was
0: exploding. are <laughs> like, wait a minute. You're wife?
1: What are you doing here?
0: <laughs> Why is the wife here? I'm, I'm confused. You know? So we helped the lady pack her stuff, and um, I end up riding in the same car with the ex. Yeah. And we're driving from yeah. Virginia Beach to, yeah. um, I think it was Charlottesville. Yeah. So on the ride, I just had to ask, the ex, the ex, like, hey, uh, so you are really married married to this guy? And she's like, yeah, you know, uh, things didn't work out, so we yeah. had to go separate ways, yeah. not the end of the world, you know, but yeah. well, he, he he was a great guy, and she was like saying, and she was just describing the person that I've That
1: known, you know, yeah. And I was yeah. like,
0: huh, yeah, uh,
1: that's just weird. I wasn't used to this. Yeah. I'm just yeah. used to people being enemies. Yeah, so I I you know? I, I think, yeah, you know, at least from my perspective, I think definitely if there are children involved, yeah. you have to try to do what's best for the children. Yeah, but I think MBA. if I never
0: had that interaction, I think that was what started the change. Mm-hmm. Like that was what showed me that there, there are other There are other ways. Or, there are other ways. Yeah. There's there, no there always. Are other
1: ways. One yeah. it's not always black yeah. or white. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. And after I had that discussion with a woman, I was like, Oh, oh, okay. So if there are people who do not talk anymore uh, just because they were once married. Yeah, yeah, there are people who could be best of friends. Yeah, like it's it's not abnormal uh, it's for people not, to say, yeah. "Oh, yeah, we yeah, were yeah. once married." Yeah, we we're, were best of friends. Like now, I actually know a, uh, a podcast hosted by a uh, 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 an ex uh, husband and wife.
1: wife.
0: They got great chemistry, but yeah. they were they were one day they woke up and said, "Yeah, it's not it's, working it's out." Not working. But um Yeah, yeah we, I think we should go separate ways. But now they actually host a podcast together and got great chemistry. Yeah. And it was, actually, I had them on another podcast and that's when they talked about being divorced. I was like, oh, you, you, I never knew.
1: I had no idea. I had no idea. You, you know, I, you know so. I think if you, I think if you fundamentally love people and you also accept that human beings are not perfect. Yes. It's easier for you to you know and i'm not saying that be, that going through a divorce whatever causes the divorce i'm mm-hmm. not saying it's not difficult right i'm of not trying i'm not trying to minimize uh-uh. it uh-uh. i'm not trying to make it seem like it's you, you know it's a walk in the park it's difficult but i think if you acknowledge those two things you know that people generally try to do the right thing and people uh, are not perfect even though they're trying to do the right thing that you can move on from, you know, the, the pain and the hurts and whatnot, and hopefully you can arrive at a better place. That's true. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, so
0: now I'm no longer in that space where it's always, oh, you know, because, because I know I some know people who try to do the battle of the sexiest thing, it it, to, it, yeah. it it's I don't need to be in that space. I, I I've never seen <laughs>
1: that. I've never seen that. And like I said, especially if they if they're children, I've yeah. never seen that work. I've never seen that work
0: uh-huh.
1: for the kids. And, and I'm always like, if there are kids involved, you just have to try to do what's best for uh, for the children. They didn't ask for this. No, they didn't ask for this mess that you've created. Uh-huh. <laughs> so for crying out loud, don't don't um don't cause them any more trauma than is than is necessary like minimize the trauma as much as possible yeah so
0: is your kid into supply chain too
1: (laughs) (laughs) You you know i i think he i think he appreciates the topic i don't know if i'd say he's into he's into it i think he understands more so than someone his age okay so i'll tell you an example there was one day i was in the car with him where i think we're driving to stamford to do something and he asked me so dad what exactly is a supply chain So, you know, I started trying to explain it and he was about nine years old. I started trying to explain it and in my head I I was like, how do I explain this so that a nine-year-old will understand? So as I was explaining, he stopped me and he said, oh, so what you mean is the reason we should always check on Amazon if we want to buy something is because they have an amazing supply chain and they can bring what you want to your house while you're playing video games. Nine years old. He mm. wants to play video games. Oh, <laughs> he, the only thing he cares about <laughs> is video games. I was like, you know, you understand what a supply chain is. There you chain. go. You, I was like, you you have got You have got you understand <laughs> the essence of what a supply chain is. <laughs> you understand the essence. That you young. But it also it also made me realize something how much of a challenge the companies that are competing with Amazon have mm. if the way a 9 year old understands supply chain yeah is through their yeah, experience with Amazon, Amazon. Mm. you know ah, gosh. so that's but that's point, but, but, but 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 that's a completely different <laughs> that's a completely <laughs> different conversation ah <laughs> oh,
0: man yeah, that's uh yeah, that's yeah, that's something that uh yeah, it is a completely different, <laughs> different.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is like Walmart. Mm-hmm. Uh who else? Target. Who else? Yeah. All those other companies. Costco. Costco, mm-hmm. you know, all those companies that are competing with Amazon in some way.
0: Yeah, I mean, to these kids, they don't know they don't really know um mom and pop shops they don't they don't it's they do. Amazon as well as all they know they, they, they expect you uh, I like even Clara says it too she, she, she's just like my daughter says you know you, you, you go buy go buy that stuff on the internet <laughs> right, right go
1: get it uh, go to Amazon like I, I want Miss Marvel costume go mean, go on the internet and buy it I
0: said what exactly
1: go on the internet and buy it yeah go on
0: the internet and buy it yeah go on the internet and I want, I want this Marvel costume and the bangle too. Go on the internet and yeah, buy it. So go on,
1: exactly. I said, girl, you
0: don't, you don't work like that. I don't even know how much the costume costs. Go on the internet and buy it then. Oh I'm my like God. I'm like geez. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it's all right. I I'll, I'll I'll go check how much it costs. Cost, first. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then ask one of my friends. Hey, can can you sew that costume too? Like uh, <laughs> <laughs> she won't know. <laughs> I'll just go out when when she's at school, I'll go get it and come back. Oh yeah, it came with, on it, yeah, came in the mail. it came in the mail. <laughs> Wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in a box. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, let me start to wrap it up because, uh, yeah, we'll, you know, I don't think I'll have enough time to go everywhere. I would love to go with sure, you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we'll definitely plan for a part three down the line. But, um, yeah, let me see. Where will I go? All right, let, let's go. Let's stick with the fun questions. So since we already have you here, let's see. Uh, yeah, let's see if this question will change from last time you were here. Cuisine. Has your favorite cuisine changed?
1: So, actually, this evening,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm excited to get back home, I'm going to make Amala with a wedding and okro soup.
0: Oh, that's this one, this one. That's man. what I'm going to. to that's what I'm going to do. Change my appetite. Every time, every time <laughs> you come here, I'm, you always change my appetite. That's
1: what I'm going and <laughs> I was I took a walk. This, so, this morning, I walked 15 miles. And, uh, while i was walking i was on twitter and i found this tweet by someone in nigeria it was his he was like oh i finally decided to try amala with it soup i was like yep that's what i'm having this evening i was like that's what <laughs> he has a video he has a video of him eating i was like yep that's what i'm doing this evening I'm so uh, have you
0: made amala before yeah
1: yeah, yeah 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 i know how to make it okay
0: yeah i've never tried making amala before i, I, I just am, eat it.
1: amala ever um, well, it is, um, is the easiest. Pounded yam. Eba, one, Eba one, survival. Like. One, Zafi, the whole, I, I can make all of Oh, it. you can
0: make two on Zafi. Yeah, yeah. There's a friend, I know you don't like traveling, but in case you ever make it to Manchester, UK, she's been on the podcast too, by the way. My my, my friend who's from uh, Northern Nigeria, mm-hmm. uh, from Gombe. She she actually makes um, food from Northern Nigeria in I Manchester. Think,
1: what's the name of her business?
0: Oh, uh, 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 is
1: it northern? Northern something? Uh, I think I think I follow her, follow on, her on, on, Instagram? on Instagram.
0: Yeah, she has. Uh, let me just pull up. Uh...
1: You know the the problem with following people on Instagram. On a day when you are looking at white rice with one kind uh, Japajanti's mm-hmm. thing like this, they will post a video of Tuon Zafi with uh, Damian Kuka, or or Tuon Zafi or or something like that, and I'll be like, man, I didn't need to see. (laughs) This is not the day on which I needed to see to see this. I'm sitting here with white rice Uh, and one (laughs) kind jagbajantis, one kind (laughs) jagbajantis stew like this. You're showing me to Zafi with all this yummy soup. Oh yes, you're
0: you're following uh, a Ilamisi Northern taste. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. 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 This uh, is. I'm like. yeah, The day I arrive in Manchester, UK. That's. That, that's That. That's
1: the first. I'm coming straight that's to your the, house. A, straight straight your from
0: house. the. Straight from the airport. Just come pick me up from the airport and, <laughs> and with one tray. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm never sitting there in the front. Exactly. But, oh, arrive with. Arrive with something so that if if, <laughs> if,
1: if if you show up without food. <laughs> we'll start ag- fighting there it's straight fight. it, it doesn't it, it it can be an appetizer it can be like it can it can be like
0: it can be
1: it can be kose with suya and mm. ki- and kilishi mm-hmm. just and then and then if you, bo- f- if fresh you kunu. yeah yeah and then a few bo- yeah yeah iced kunu mm-hmm. or or zoborodo yeah right it doesn't have to be anything complex. I, I don't think i want zobo don't
0: bring zobo because uh my, my Mexican neighbor mate. I I didn't realize that you know you
1: you know how you know, was it like three years ago I realized that Zobo is hibiscus? Yeah, yeah, Zobo is high What 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 did you think it was?
0: Now, uh, the things you'll be discovering in your adult years. You, you is, know, is, is, is,
1: you know the... I saw Zobo? <laughs> I didn't even know saying... it was hibiscus ourselves. It's, it's 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 so there there's two so Zobo is that there are there's a at home, uh, zobo is the red is yeah. the red one. Mm-hmm. Then there is a white one. Oh, and the white the, one. the white the white uh, z- uh, zobo is used in groundnut soup. Oh, it's a delicacy. It's used in, in groundnut soup. Like oh, you, okay. you only that's, make a, a, Sarah. In, I hope you are listening. Just that's the one
0: I would drink. Don't I don't know. Red.
1: I don't know. I don't know what it's. I can't remember what it's called in Northern Nigeria, but in Northern Ghana uh that soup the groundnuts with the hibiscus uh, flowers is called uh, uh, jojo okay well i said and Sarah when will, you she will figure it out and when make, you make that one for me when, when one, you when me. you make when you make that we tease it oh mm-hmm. boy it's yeah
0: okay so it's
1: it's something else that, that's <laughs> the one you you, you you make that one for me too that's the one you, you make
0: for me that, that's the one we eat so you make that one Sarah, when i want come to manchester make that one for me too because yeah, well, <laughs> when I found it, it was actually no, it was it was I think the first person that tried to tell me that um I think the yeah, but when I think when I was in the Navy, my okay, that was Meat Pie. That was Meat Pie when my Trinidad down to Tobagan uh to Tobegan uh Friend. sister mm-hmm. introduced me to their store in uh Norfolk mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, do you have meat pie here? And she said, no, it's beef party. I what are you calling it? It's,
1: party, meat it's, it's meat pie. What, it's what it's are, meat pie. What's wrong it's with you people? Beef party, meat pie. I, I said, oh, it's, it's yeah. meat pie,
0: and that turned into an argument. <laughs> and, you know, I was, I was, I, was, I, was, I was still JJC from Nigeria. I was, you
1: know, I was, still, I was like, Girl, what's
0: wrong? You, you, people from Trina to what, are you calling? <laughs> she was said, was No, meat party. pie is different. This is meat pie. This is beef party. Oh, okay. okay. That's the same mindset that I was when somebody mentioned, oh, um, hibiscus. Hibiscus. Yeah. You yeah. yeah, yeah. want to drink I, I it? And I tasted it. I said, This is Zobo. What do you mean? Hibiscus. What do you mean, hibiscus? <laughs> it says Zobo. It's hibiscus. Look at it. Yeah, like hibiscus flowers. The flower is an advertisement, man. What do you mean? Adverti- the, uh, <laughs> what, what do you, it's a kind it's, of advertisement. later I was telling uh him, uh someone in my family and the person said, Oh yeah, Zobo yeah, is hibiscus, hibiscus actually. I yep. said, So you mean when I was in the selling the zobo <laughs> must... my, my, my aunt was making? That was hibiscus she was <laughs> no. it was hibiscus. Why did she tell me it was hibiscus? Why are you calling it zobo? It's hibiscus. That, that
1: is hibiscus. So said, oh. it, it's it's very it's very rich, it's very rich in vitamin C though. hmm But I just didn't I just said I I thought Zobo is a different plant. No. And it's hi- it's I, was, I was there
0: because I, I used to pluck hibiscus and suck the nectar as a yeah, kid. And yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Nobody told me. It's a kind of. It's a kind of. It's a kind of. How many how many arguments have I gotten into and cussing <laughs> people out? <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. Yeah. I, the, the guy didn't know. He was mm-hmm. was not aware. There was no scientific book in front
1: of him to tell him that Zovo was hibiscus. Okay. So, okay. So. so I'm getting the sense that. I think we talked about this before, but I can't remember if it's you or it's Verena who can make jollof. Yeah, it's Verena who can make jollof. It's, it's who can she make jollof. she swears by Nigerian jollof. We yeah am, yeah yeah. I don't Verena.
0: discriminate in jollof. I, I don't eat, discriminate. I, eat, I, eat, I, eat I, I don't discriminate but either. The best jollof I've eaten from all because I've eaten almost always. i have not eaten from Niger. I've not eaten from Chad. Mm-hmm. So, I think those are the two countries left. we have eating from Cameroon, Congo. DR Congo, I've nothing from Brazzaville also. Um, DR Congo, mm-hmm. Cameroon, yeah, Gabon. So if you're from Gabon, bring your jollof, so we can. You is know.
1: do you, is there a Cameroonian restaurant in New York? Uh,
0: that's true. I've not. There's one Cameroonian lady I've, who has. She's still postponing coming here. So I've, okay, I've, she she needs to, you need to show up. You need, I'm waiting for you, so show up. Um, I need to ask my Malian brother. Um, he's the he's is. He's worked in the restaurant industry so he's okay. the guy who knows all the restaurant places
1: that would be an amazing because one of the things i try to do is if i find an african restaurant in new york mm-hmm. you know there's just, one just i need to, to send it you
0: it, the, the gentleman is from i haven't been there yet but he's a different type of nigerian place it's uh i saw it on the website it's uh i think it's from kogi so it's food the food most majority of the food there is mostly central to northern nigeria oh yeah yes i would there. i would but love to this it's not a regular style restaurant mm-hmm. he makes it like everybody there has to be like in a circle a, a communal, a, a communal, a, a communal, communal thing yeah yeah yeah
1: yes. Yeah i'd love to check it out yeah so
0: i, I just need i'd love to. to send you the i'd love the to link. check it
1: I, I i just my uncle some time ago brought me uh kuka so kuka is um baobab tree leaves oh dried and ground i don't think i've ever had and i, f- I finished it some time ago twins i feed the Damian Cook.
0: i've only had it's... baobab juice there was a senegalese place that i thought was going to open at the albi square mall mm-hmm. food uh in, in, there's a food court, court downstairs yeah. Yeah. at the, the the mall and you have food from almost everywhere in the yeah. world but I met the guy, the the Senegalese guy was there just like the week they opened. I happened to run into him and we had a great chat. He knew food from almost everywhere in West Africa. Yeah, yeah. And he even gave me free food. And after that day, I've never seen them again.
1: Yeah. The restaurant business is hard, man. Mm-hmm. The restaurant business is tough. Even when you're... The produce and ingredients you rely on for whatever cuisine you make yeah are easily are easy to to source mm-hmm. it's a difficult business, so I just think about you know people who are running African restaurants I'm like man this has to be this has to be really yeah. really, uh, really really hard
0: the the Malian guy who I referenced I haven't released this episode yet yeah. but by the time he, uh, this episode comes out, I would yeah. have released this episode yeah, yeah, yeah. uh he he's someone who. Literally walked his way from the bottom of restaurant business, yeah, to the top, yeah, and yeah, he referenced something like that. It's tough. It's it's tough. It's
1: tough. It's tough. It's tough. And yeah, it's it's tough. It's not. It's not. It's not for the faint of heart. Nope. It's (laughs) not. If you're (laughs) faint-hearted, don't start a restaurant. (laughs) Ah, so Uh,
0: So, now let's go to the next question that I know you will love. So, you know, the podcast has evolved from your last uh, time here. Yep. And so now every guest is automatically granted dancing shoes because we, we crown you a dancer. Yep. So, um,. If you claim you don't dance, we have to kick you out and stop recording.
1: No, in, in my case, dancing is... is I, I, I love to, I love to hey, dance. Well, we know.
0: I absolutely love dance. You're one of the
1: few who, <laughs> even if you claim you don't dance, nobody will believe you.
0: <laughs> so, we need you to dance for one hour. And we need you to drop three artists that can keep you dancing for one hour. So... But there's you know there's there's a catch you know you can't give us the most popular names like Bonner. Bonner boy has been banned from this podcast you know you can't cause too many people have been naming bonner boy bonner like come on, there are other people and you can't go give us uh, um what's that guy from Ghana the one who was fighting with bonner boy on twitter um oh what's his name if I hear, Jesus Christ if I hear his name now nah, he was on oh uh, lucky
1: uh uh uh.
0: Not, yeah,
1: yeah, sh- I was just going to say Shatta
0: sh- uh, Wale. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I'll add him too to the list. Yeah. Because I like his music too. Yeah. So, since uh, equal opportunity, so no Bonner Boy, no Shatta Wale. So, yeah, you give us three artists. You know, you can give us somebody from Kano. I don't think there's any Kano musician that's been mentioned on this podcast if you want. And uh, you can, I know Beyonce's album is out now. I love the beehive you can all donate to the podcast or buy merch you know you know but uh no beyonce also
1: so, so the and i can't uh, uh, you know d- this really is a trick question yes um, so imbilia bell mm, i know that
0: name oh she's from congo
1: yes yeah In, she's M- on M- clara's uh, it, playlist imbilia bell uh tabule. He's Absolutely. also he's also from he's also from Congo. Mm. um oh, Someone's betraying Ghana and Nigeria. And then, well, no, I'm not going to give you names. like, start, start, like start sharpening your knives. No, 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 like, 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 obviously, get on your Twitter no. No, 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 like, like, obviously, there's going to be a lot of Ghana and Nigeria on my playlist, like. If I gave you G- Ghanaian <laughs> and Nigerian <laughs> artists, like I would not be expanding the conversation. I'm all about expanding our sphere of knowledge and that sort of thing. I'm sure a lot of your listeners have maybe never heard of imbilia Bell. They've never heard of Tabule. Um, uh, let's throw in some Ebenezer Obey. Let's oh, throw in man, le- real and let's old school oh there. oh, what was this woman's name that I used to have a crush on? Sabe- oh.
0: Uh, um, Oh Sabena?
1: No 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 oh, no. Sabena. Uh, on Yeka on on uh, uh, on, on, Yeka, on, on Yeka, Yeka. Yeka. Yeka Yes, Yes yes Yeka Owenu. Are you the first person to? Let's throw in Uenu? let's throw in some Felix Lebati. Let's throw in some Chris Okoti. You know let's oh, Felix let's in, Yes let's throw in Felix some uh, yes, Lebati. Let's let's, let's let's throw in some of the some of the people that's Ooh, you, you right, know to go look up uh, today's video today's today's artists are standing on the shoulders yes, of those yes. people right yes the, the the burner boy Davido Zlatan Fireboy yes that, right that's uh, true. That's, that's uh, oh true. what's uh what's her name oh um, the uh the um, queen the queen of Afrobeats Um Yemi Yemi Alade. Yemi Alade. yes Yemi Alade, right? They're all standing on the shoulders of these. No, I
0: I I used to walk past the house that was claimed to be Felix Liberty's house as a kid. Yeah. The few times I walked from school. Yeah. It was like that's Felix Liberty's house.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an
0: uncompleted building, by the way.
1: Those are those are the people who you know back in. I forgot that name. When we were Felix Liberty. When we were kids, Mm -hmm. right? Those were. I wonder what happened to him. That was the sound crowd. Uh, uh, that was the the soundtrack of our childhood yeah and and, and a lot of these music oh, Charlie,
0: Charlie boy was on um the program that I I usually go on the, the forum that I, I attend yeah he was interviewed last week was it last weekend and then Nigerian internet cut him off
1: you 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 know who I forgot to mention oh sheena peters hey she knows <laughs> she that Juju. guy the first that first two <laughs> albums that first i don't think <laughs>
0: there's any there's any artist <laughs> That's... that has come close to that first album in people, my lifetime That people, will,
1: people would lose their minds ooh. People i've never would, seen anything they, like people that people would lose people would lose the whole their, country they would lose their minds such exactly Sashina peters
0: sashino peters and
1: then uh uh Sonia well, Obviously. we've had Sonia there on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. That, that's my yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Well, But Sashina Peters, that Sashina album. Peters. Oh, exactly. You just play the whole from the beginning to end. You just end. from beginning to end. You, you the dance, don't need dance, to do... Dance dance, 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 and forget exactly, your sorrow. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that, that, that's, <laughs> that's all you need. Oh, man, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, final question. What would you like to leave the audience with? It could be a quote from one of your articles that you've written. could be a quote from... One of your tweets could be a quote from one of the books that you've read, or could be from one of your. You've written a book too, so uh, from one of your lectures. So f- your freestyle moment, or it could be from one of your Felix Liberty songs.
1: There, there, there's a there's a book I bought while I was a CFA candidate. It's called Hell Week. Hell Week. Hell Week. Um, I'm going to butcher this, but you you, you actually might know about this more so than I do. But apparently, when you are going through training to become a Navy SEAL, Mm -hmm. there's a week when most people, like this is the week during which we're going to separate the boys from the men (laughs) to decide who has what it takes (laughs) to remain a Navy SEAL (laughs) and who has been clowning around (laughs) for this entire time. Right and one of the one of the messages he gives early in the book is that you are capable of more than you think. Mm. And that's something that has always since i since I read it, it has always stuck with me, right? Because we are trying to accomplish things. And it's easy to get caught up in, you know, in our case, trying to build a fund. Oh, we don't know rich people. We are not rich ourselves. You know, how are we going to do this? How are we going? And, you know, if yes, all those constraints are absolutely true. No one is, is saying that they are not. But if you remember that you are capable of a lot more than you think, I think then you owe it to yourself to go back to the drawing board mm. and find and find another way. Now, right. that doesn't mean you will always succeed. I'm not saying that you will always succeed because constraints are real, right? Yep. Constraints constraints in the world are real. And if you don't have resources, you don't have resources. But the, the, that that's way of thinking says to me, instead of giving up at the least difficulty or at the f- least obstacle that you encounter... Like find another way, dig deep and find another way. Fantastic!
0: Please tell the people where they can find you.
1: So it's quite easy. Uh, my name, my last name is A O A E H Awire. If you type Brian Awire into Google, um, you should find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I have a blog. Innovation Footprints, our fund's website is refashion.com. Uh You'll also, but like I said, the easiest thing to do, type Brian aware A-O-A-E-H into Google, and I think the first two or three pages will point you to all those, will point you to all those things.
0: Alrighty. So, once again, thank you, and I'll have all those links in the show notes. So, Mbana for coming on the show, or as my Gambian brothers say, thank you. Barang. Thank you. Uh, how do you say thank you in your language?
1: Uh, barka. Barka. Oh, what does that uh, remind and, you? It
0: and sounds in, similar to Hausa, right? It
1: sounds similar to Hausa, and I think also in Hausa, at least in Kano, uh, Nagode. Nagode, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Nagode, I Yeah.
0: Yep.
1: So, for everyone listening, Umbana,
0: Barka, Barang, and uh, Nagode. 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 <laughs> So, hey, if anyone listening out there wants to do the Jeff Bezos thing or the Jay-Z or the Rihannas and you got a hundred million or one million to donate, please feel free to donate. You know, I'm black and bald. I accept all (laughs) donations. I can be a black, bald friend, you know. And if you don't have that, that's fine. Just keep sharing and spreading the love. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to White Label American. If you enjoy the show, we'll appreciate if you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. If you have any questions, comments, or have someone who will be a good guest on the show, or you want to be on the show, send us a message at whitelabelamerican at gmail.com. And make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at White Label American. Thank you for your support.